0: Welcome to the Pottervision podcast, the podcast where every seven days, myself, Lucas Kirkby, and this man on my screen in high definition, Tom Laurinson. We look at a chapter from the Harry Potter books, and we just talk about them, don't we? This week, we're on episode 87, chapter 30 of the Goblet of Fire, the Pensive. We've been very pensive, haven't we, Tom, thinking about this uh, connection we've got? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> now, I'm not talking about the, you know, friendly, potentially romantic connection. Tom and I no. Have. I'm talking about the, the internet connection. Yeah, but like, well, but the problem is we've not done a good scientific experiment because with a scientific experiment, you're supposed to only change one thing. But you've deleted all the old episodes off the memory, and I'm on a tablet, and somehow it's a lot better, but we don't know which one did the trick.
1: Listeners, my co-host is a tablet. I'm a Am tablet. Am I living in the future?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's very good. You're, you're extremely clear. How have you been?
1: All right, you know. All right, I've uh, what have I been up to? I'm in London at the moment. Oh, he's in London.
0: What are you doing in London?
1: London, down here for some work. Oh, wait.
0: oh, can you reveal any more? Is it a secret? Uh,
1: doing some writing for some radio show.
0: Oh, that's exciting. Oh yeah, I saw so you giving peace. In a picture.
1: I could, I, peace to all men. Yeah, yeah. Not women, though. Where would you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Women, fight it out amongst yourself. I was uh, like writing uh, just for like, the day on a radio show called DMs Are Open, which is, I mean, was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that you writing in a group?
1: Well, we had to pitch ideas for sketches and then we wrote them individually.
0: Oh, that's what we like. Because although we both write Pottervision, we do it very separately, don't we? We don't sit down and do it together.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, then good.
1: we then we vibe it out, don't we?
0: Yeah, exactly. Workshop it.
1: But it was funny. So the radio show is going to be recorded on Wednesday and I'm going to be on it too. I'm going to be p- p- performing my sketch. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> picking up a a penguin, and who knows, will my sketch air, or will it be cut? Oh,
0: well, we'll look forward to that. What uh, channel is it on?
1: BBC Radio 4 Extra.
0: Hey, classic. So that'll be online for British listeners, I'm assuming. Yeah, and
1: international ones, probably.
0: And international ones, probably. Hey, so fingers crossed. Um, I'll tell you what, we'll just tell you next week whether it goes on or not, so it saves you having to listen for an hour. (laughs) (laughs)
1: no make him listen make him listen (laughs) my sketch is about e.t
0: oh the little alien
1: because as we all know e.t has turned 40
0: no is that film 40 years old
1: happy birthday e.t happy birthday we love you
0: bloody hell he's 40 no
1: yeah um let me tell you this. So I had to. I decided to drive down to London.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fun.
1: Isn't that interesting?
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, what was it like without me? Because you had me last time, didn't you?
1: Harder without you.
0: Yeah, oh, I'm very entertaining. I Made a Lucas. <laughs>
1: <break>. What <laughs> What happened was, <laughs> I'm driving down there, yeah, and I um. So you know, like Google Maps. Sometimes it gives you an option for a quicker route. Yeah, yeah. So I see it flag up quicker routes available. Press green, so press green, whatever takes me off the motorway. I look at the time, it's gone up, it's added an hour to the journey. Huh? This new route, and so I'm like, crap. So I, I try and get back on the old route, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And all of a sudden, I'm headed north up the M6, like the wrong way. I'm like, what the hell. <laughs>
0: Bloody hell. And so
1: then I have to spin around and uh, get back on route. The whole diversion cost me about forty minutes.
0: Can I just tell you, I wasn't there, but that sounds like a journey I'd do. <laughs> Going the wrong way what up the way mean? for a bit, <laughs> taking a weird diversion that gets you nowhere. <laughs> it sounds like me. I was there in spirit, obviously. <laughs> Well, sometimes Google Maps offers you a route that it says is slower, and it's like, "Hey, here's an alternative route that's thirty minutes slower. Do you want that? Why would I want that?" Google. No, Maps?
1: <laughs> I think I think that's exactly what happened to me, and I just clicked yeah. I was like, "Yeah, all right. You'll uh, you'll treat me right."
0: Yeah. No, for some reason it offers you shit alternatives, doesn't it?
1: Because I'm staying with a friend down here. Uh, I'm staying with a friend.
0: Yeah.
1: I was like, I'm not really going to get a chance to exercise. So after I finished uh, working at the uh, BBC yesterday, I was like, I'll walk back. Yeah. That'll be a good bit of exercise. I've walked for two and a half hours.
0: Oh, fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) I've been walking loads. I've been walking to... um, so I'm in a little village at the minute where Martina's family live, and there's a town, but it's about an hour away, but I've not got my car, have I, in Germany, so I've been doing lots of walking. And I don't know if you can tell, but I've got a t- I've got like a tan.
1: No, I can't tell. And I can't
0: tell, and I've got a bit of, like, it's really hot. I've got a bit of, not sunburn, but I've got a bit, like, dark around my
1: neck. You look good with a tan. You look like a little Portuguese man.
0: Yeah, I do, I do. Portuguese, man, that's me. As I've been walking up and down to the town, everyone's been saying, you know, buongiorno and oh, that's Italian, isn't it? <laughs> they think I'm Italian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those racist Germans.
0: He's Portuguese. <laughs> Come on, I'm Portuguese here. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Are you all settled in then? Do you have your, do you have all your credentials, your bank account, your insurance, your medical insurance, all that stuff?
0: no. The problem is, in my head, I thought I'd be able to get it all sorted when I'm here. But apparently I need to go to the German embassy in Manchester in person and uh, fill out a form there. So I'm going to be doing that in July (laughs) and then I'll be able to do everything.
1: During your stag or the day before your stag?
0: During the stag, I reckon. I think while you're on the speedboat, I'll just pop down to Manchester for the immigration meeting.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Woo!
0: I'm hoping it'll be like that, the speedboat. (laughs) Whereas, realistically, it's just going to be going at a moderate speed down the Thames. But I'm imagining like Pierce Brosnan in that James Bond film.
1: (laughs) Going over a couple of boats. it's gonna be going fast. Is it? Yeah, I think you've got to wear waterproof clothes. I think they provide them, but they're gonna like. Hey, it's like gonna be that. chuggering. Ooh, splashing for yeah. the tourists. Whoa! We're gonna be... if Alid falls out of the boat, me and you gonna to have to grab his legs and hold on to him. Well, that, that won't be hard. They're dead long, aren't they?
0: <laughs> his head he will be, be underwater. Do that and stand in the Thames. Hey, look at this. <laughs> Standing in the water. <laughs> hey, I'm looking forward to the stag, dude. It's only about a month away, isn't it?
1: God, yeah. It's like a month away today.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's going to be good fun. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I know. Hey, but uh, hey, I'll tell you a funny story. I've, uh, I saw uh, an improv gig advertised in Withington, right? Mm. And it's for, like, next week or something. And uh, Comedy Sports, that I used to be a part of a guests on uh, the thing. And it's, yeah. like, on the poster, there's, like, a, a black-and-white sketchy versioned picture of the main improv group that hosts the night and then one of Comedy <laughs> Sports, right? So I glance at this picture and I notice that I'm in it, right? And I think, well, you know, whatever, it's an old comedy sports picture, don't matter. <laughs> I, think, I look at it a bit closer and it's a picture of me in Pantomime with with all the other Pantomime actors. <laughs> Why is that? On there being used to advertise something completely different. Have you got
1: Have you got,
0: have you got to the bottom of it? Well, What I think is, because I uh, I messaged Bron, who's the head of Comedy Sports, and actually her and Sean, who is also in Comedy Sports, are in the picture, and it's them coming to see the panto and getting a picture with the cast. So I'm assuming that they've just seen a picture with me, Bron and Sean in it (laughs) and used it as the advert. But the problem is the logo of the comedy night covers Bron and Sean. So it's just a picture of me in the panto cast. <laughs> hey, it's Aladdin.
1: <laughs> well, I love that. Whoever's putting on this gig has gone, that's what comedy sports do. They dress up as Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. In reality, we, they wear PE kits and do
0: improv shows, but hey, they dress like the ancient China. That's
1: what they do in their intro <laughs> show. <laughs> Ancient is our Aladdin set. Ancient China. The pantomime version
0: is yeah, set in old Peking. But obviously the Disney version set in uh, Arabia. Do you have any more news?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, do you want to guess what I had for my dinner yesterday?
0: Oh, I'd love to. I reckon for your dinner was this in London? Yeah. You're on your holiday, so I reckon three-course meal at Harvester.
1: Oh, I wish. I wouldn't even know where to find one in London.
0: No. All right, second option then, chilli con carne.
1: Oh, I wish. It was a meal deal from Tesco.
0: Oh, I should have guessed that one. What did you have? What were your elements?
1: Little wrap, like a chicken... Like maybe like a, a chicken, southern fried chicken wrap or some kind yeah. of like you know ranch yeah. chicken wrap or something like that, and then I add uh, Dr Pepper for drink because if you're fancy fancying a cola drink or a drink that looks like a cola at least, that is you know a lot less calories than a Coke. Get a Dr Pepper; it's a hundred and fifty calories for the bottle.
0: Fantastic! I think one of Martina's revelations you living never- in the UK was Dr Pepper; she loves it.
1: Oh, it's so misunderstood. Can you guess my snack? Oh, I
0: reckon you've gone for two Scotch eggs.
1: But listen to this. I got as my snack a pepperami.
0: Hey, which flavour? Guess. Uh, red flavour.
1: I cannot tell a lie, it was red flavour. <laughs>
0: I went middle for diddle he's not gone black he's not gone green he's gone red
1: (laughs) I wonder if they've got a a German version of the pepperoni
0: well I don't know because I was very upset one day when uh, I ordered from Germany a pepperoni pizza and pepperoni is not what we think of as pepperoni in Germany in Germany, pepperoni is it in Germany? Is green peppers. So I got this pizza that just had cheese and tomato and then green peppers on it. If you want a pepperoni pizza, you've got to ask for salami pizza.
1: Right, Germany, I'm going to come over there and I'm going to throttle everyone in Germany <laughs> because we all know pepperoni is a type of sausage from, like, Italy or Spain or whatever. Yeah. We want slices of pepperoni sausage on a pizza. That is pepper pizza you're describing. (laughs) (laughs) I know. You're describing bell pepper pizza.
0: I know. That was the worst day of my life, that, when that turned up. Because I think it was, like, it was really late at night and we were really hungry.
1: (laughs) You've had an easy life.
0: <laughs> and it took ages for this pizza to turn up, and it finally turned up. I'm like, hey, pepperoni pizza. And I open up the bloody thing, and it's got green bits in it and no pepperoni at all.
1: <laughs> Martina's family's looking at you. I'm not too sure about this guy.
0: Hey, pepperoni pizza. <laughs> What's all <out of> this? <laughs> Hey, pepperoni pizza. It must be a mistake. What have you got on yours, Martina's mum?
1: (laughs) No. Martina's (laughs) mum. Let me tell you something funny. Oh, yes. Me and Lucy went to a restaurant, or like a, a dessert restaurant called Cake Away.
0: Oh, I like that. Cake Away.
1: Yeah, you go. You, you order a cake. You take it away with yourself. Cake, cake away. Yeah. Um. So, but this place they did not know how to make cakes. Like it's like <laughs> kids making cakes. It was like you know, like a kid makes you a meal out of toys, and you're yeah. like, "Lovely, thank you." It was like that. So we ordered our cakes. I ordered like a Willy Wonka cake. Of course, I did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It was like the Willy Wonka cake. It's got sweets on the top. And Lucy ordered, yeah. <laughs> Lucy ordered a red velvet cake. Yeah. Whoa. We get back. Get the, we don't. Even, we get get the bag. Pay for it. Right. Go back to mine. Open it up. I get mine out. Yeah. It's got to be the Willy Wonka cake. It's got all the sweets on top of it. It was like. A crap sponge with sweets on the top. You're like a candy bracelet. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, Willy Wonka makes a dolly mixed. Just... <laughs> we get her cake out and it looks nothing like a red velvet cake. That She opens it and she looks at it and she goes, Where's mine? <laughs> <laughs> and I found it funny to this day, just the idea that she, it was so unrecognizable to her that she thought that her cake hadn't been my like, packaged. <laughs> and if you think of a red velvet cake, you think it's like, you know, red chocolatey icing with like, you know, red chocolatey uh, sponge with like whitey red icing on top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they use squirty cream as icing. <laughs> That'll do (laughs) Where's mine? Where's
0: mine? That's what I should have said with the pizza. (laughs) The green peppers in it. Where's my pizza?
2: Where's my pizza?
1: Where's my pizza? (laughs) Hey, pepperoni pizza.
0: Anyway, what did you say you did for a living, Martina's dad?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Shoveling pepperoni pizza into his gob.
0: (laughs) 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 Now, Tom, are you ready? Yes, brother. For a chapter 30 rundown.
1: Yes, please, pal.
0: It's chapter 30, The Pensieve. Now, Crouch... Not Crouch. (laughs) These rundowns have gone so shit (laughs) recently. Cornelius Fudge, Dumbledore and Moody decide to leave Harry alone in Dumbledore's office while they look for Crouch in the forest. And Harry notices something shining in the cupboard. He goes, ooh, what's that? Mm -hmm. Goes to have a look in the cupboard, and it's a bowl full of weird silverly liquid. Oh! He looks inside it, and it swishes around, and there's a courtroom. And it... (laughs) There's a courtroom. He looks so close that his nose touches the liquid, and he falls in. Oh! Next minute, he's sat next to young Dumbledore. And he goes, young Dumbledore, young Dumbledore, I love you, young Dumbledore. And they can't hear him because it's a memory. Anyway, he's in a courtroom (laughs) and there's Karkaroff, imprisoned. And he goes, oh, I know people who've been Death Eaters. They go, go on then. And he makes a list and they go, we know about them. And then next minute, it's Ludo Bagman being interviewed about giving information to Death Eaters. And he goes, "Oh, I didn't even hmm. know that they were Death Eaters. Don't lock me away and ask about I'm good at Quidditch." And everyone gives him a round of applause. They go, "Yeah, he's good at Quidditch, him. <laughs> he's number one. We're like foam fingers in the courtroom." And finally, we get another scene where there's four people being sent down as Death Eaters, and one of them is Barty Crouch, Junior and he gets sent to Azkaban, and next minute, there's two Dumbledores in the uh, in the court, and he goes, two Dumbledores, two Dumbledores, I love you two Dumbledores, this is my fantasy come true. And then he goes, no, no, he pulls him out of the pensive. <laughs> and he goes, that was old Dumbledore, this is older Dumbledore. That's the pensive. it's got all my memories in there, I had to pull you out before you saw a mucky one. And that was the end of the Pensive. What chapter? What chapter, by the way.
1: I love that chapter. A lot of differences from the film version of that court scene. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, I would agree.
0: I was waiting for the classic line that we've been saying for the past four weeks. Barty Crouch, (laughs) Junior... (laughs)
1: Junior. They, they omitted the a lot of yeah. They omitted a lot of things from the uh, film version, and like they moved things around and made it more succinct. But there was things that I would have loved to see. It would have been very traumatic to have seen people being dragged in by dementors.
0: Oh yeah, I'd love to have seen that.
1: Rather, it was like more of just like a little court scene, wasn't it? All the all the dementors above were the dementors above.
0: I can't remember any Dementors being there. I thought he's just, like, brought in by people.
1: He's brought in from some underground chamber, isn't he? He just appears, oh! Oh, yeah. <laughs> like he's about to present
0: an award at the Oscars. <laughs> Coming up from <laughs> <on> the <laughs> ground. And the nominees oh, uh... for Best Supporting Actress. <laughs> <That's the> couch! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mother and Father <laughs>
1: This episode, episode, this chapter starts off with Harry having a sly little dig at Madame Maxine, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dumbledore, the little bitch, loving it, he goes, uh, (laughs) Harry goes, Madame Maxine would have trouble hiding, wouldn't she? Excuse me, that's a lady you're talking about, I have some respect. <laughs> Dumbledore's like gleefully grinning. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, lo- he I think he just loves Harry. He's
0: like his golden boy, and anything he says, he just like loves,
1: <clears throat>
0: even if it's awful.
1: He's a curious boy, isn't he, Harry? Like, starts to have a route round Dumbledore's office. <laughs>
0: He's not faced at all that he's been left in there on his own. That's mad, isn't it? Like, all the teachers have gone, leaving him on his own in Dumbledore. And and this is not just a headmaster's office. This is Dumbledore's apartment. This is his, like, private living quarters.
1: It's his studio, right?
0: Yeah. He's got his bed in the corner, ensuite bathroom. Well, hasn't even got a bloody bathroom, has it? Because he has to... Walk about at does night.
1: He, does he live in there?
0: Well, I'm assuming so. Where else does he sleep?
1: Um, I don't know. Does that mean Snape sleeps in the potions room?
0: You can't be telling me they've all got like a, a bunk barn outside of the school where they all sleep together. Wait,
1: does Snape have an office? Does yes. Snape have an office as well as a um? As well as the classroom.
0: Yeah, he does, yeah. I think it's attached. But he's definitely got his own office. Yeah, a, bit,
1: a bit unnecessary all lot, isn't it? I
0: know. Well, especially for how many kids there are. He can, do
1: his, he can do his marking at the desk in front of the class.
0: I know. Because it's only him that uses it. It's not as if it's a classroom used by other teachers. So if he's got a spare lesson, he can just sit in his, in his class, do the bloody work.
1: Yeah, I hope, I hope, um, I hope, on a, oh, I'm gone. No, it made me, made me remember that um, my university lecturers, like, they didn't have to sit in the lecture theatre. They had, like, a little office you could go to, didn't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, I remember when I went to uni, there was, like, the maths building, but the maths building didn't have any actual lecture things in it. So it was just, like, an office block. Well, they all worked. The mass building, the
1: mass building. Do you not mean the PotterVision r- rehearsal space?
0: <laughs> no, that was the uh, that was like the main university building. I can't remember what that was called. That big, it's like a <laughs> cylinder, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> Me and Lucas would go into Manchester <laughs> University and rehearse PotterVision with wigs and stuff.
0: Wasn't this after I'd graduated as well? <laughs> this was after yeah. I'd graduated <laughs> Just walking into a building And picking a room <laughs> Getting caught by the security guards Wearing these wigs and costumes Hello You shouldn't be in here How do you mean <laughs> With students Students of what Magic
1: <laughs> we work up my security, so funny. There's
0: no but course we... we offer at this university that warrants whatever this is. <laughs> All
1: right. How do you mean? <laughs> I'm in a straw boater with a wand. How do you mean? For one,
0: you're both in the same extra large hoodie. You've got a bald cap on your head. What's that
1: all about? How do you mean? (laughs) I I mean what I said.
0: (laughs) I'm Osama Bin Laden. Right, get out. (laughs) What are you doing?
1: And then we go downstairs and we're eating lunch in the canteen (laughs) like
0: we weren't there. We didn't even leave the premises, we just had some dinner. Oh, never mind, let's get some dinner in the canteen. You having your usual, boys?
1: Yes, please. The cheek. The Honestly, you can walk into universities and do what you want. <laughs> well, I remember there used to be some old guy who
0: used to just come into the lectures, and he wasn't even a student, he just liked learning about maths. But they never took a register mm. or anything, so this bloke just was, like, <laughs> coming in, sitting at the back and listening. Why not? Why not? Why not? It's only cost everyone else nine grand.
2: Hmm.
1: Oh, my God, how funny is that? <laughs> People should... was like universities are the best place that you can do that. You can't do that with any other like place. You can't do that in high school, sixth form because you have to have like passes walking around. Yeah. But universities, if you, like and a lot of universities are people of varying ages in. Yeah. So you can walk around the university. No one will know anything.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can't do that at high schools, primary schools. Believe me, we've tried. Right? The <laughs> amount, The amount of schools we've been turned away at wearing wigs and, <laughs> You know, having sticks pretending they're magic. <laughs> lads. God. At least let's have some dinner. <laughs> Sign a primary school canteen. Budget, lads. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't believe they chucked us out. Chucked you out? You're still here eating a boiled beef burger. How do you mean? <laughs> How do you think? <laughs> hey, pepperoni! That's not yours. Hey.
2: <laughs>
0: do you know, in Germany, these would actually be green peppers. <laughs> 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 yeah so he's a nosy parker isn't he harry potter All right he sees yeah, a harry potter with a shiny <laughs> he sees a cabinet with a shining light and like the nosy little magpie he is he goes "Ooh, something shiny what's that so he has to have a look dunny he? he opens the cupboard and he sees the pensive right. he says it's a shallow mm. stone basin covered in runes and symbols, and it has a silvery light inside it, a silvery liquid-looking thing. Oh. Oh! Now, may I quote the book? Yeah. It says, Nearly four years of experience of the magical world told Harry that sticking his hand into a bowl full of some unknown substance was a very stupid thing to do. Harry Potter, Mm. don't do that in the muggle world. If you see a (laughs) bowl of some unknown substance, oh, oh, in the magic world, you don't want to touch that. In the real world, you don't want to touch that, Harry. Don't worry, it's the
1: muggle world. Imagine. (laughs) Imagine. Bloody hell. Mrs. Dursley, um... Uh, dudley mom is the gazpacho soup almost ready almost let me just go check on it turns around harry's got his hand in it oh f- <laughs> this is
0: why you stay in the cupboard right. <laughs> what you what's wrong cupboard? with that you've ruined Nothing this has happened.
1: <laughs> my hand is a bit cold and wet if anything i am fine it's not you were worried about <laughs> you've been touching soup boy
0: Hey, there's, a, there's an outline of some glasses and a nose in this freshly laid cement. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> that was me.
1: <laughs> what makes me laugh as well? So Harry decides to touch, He goes, "I will. I know better than to put my hand and face in this liquid." Yeah, <laughs> I would never do that. He goes, "But I will put the most powerful object on my person into it." <laughs> I no, he touches it with his wand. Oh, pokes his wand into it. You're like, that's, that's such a valuable thing. item. Ron went a year without a wand. They are so expensive. And he's like, yeah, just fucking shove that in.
0: Hey, I wonder what this is. Let's shoot it. That'll be safe, won't it? What'll that do? Mm. <laughs> I know, and he's like saying, oh, I've got to be careful. Two minutes later, his nose is in it and he falls in.
1: <laughs> what's, what's this outline of some glasses and a nose in the cement? I'm just picturing Harry cemented over glasses. Yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> me. I think it was you.
0: Look like a builder's Groucho Marx. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Mm. so he falls in he's in a courtroom and he finds out that he stood next to well sat next to Dumbledore in the courtroom mm. and he wants to see if Dumbledore's real and it says that he waves his hand energetically at Dumbledore's face <laughs> hey why stop there flick him the V's pull a Mooney <laughs> you've got to make sure he can see yeah tap him on the shoulder you don't, don't you do that do you
1: <laughs> the amount that you mentioned moonies I really think you find moonies one of the funniest things in the world
0: there's nothing funnier than a bare bottom especially with the only reason that you can see it is because that it wants to be seen it's no accident somebody <laughs> has bent over pulled their trousers down just to show you hey everyone's got one but this is mine <laughs> I do find Mooney's funny yes
2: <laughs>
1: I admit it, Your Honour. I admit it. That's not what you're accused of.
0: I'll pay the bargain fine as well, but I love moonies, Your Honour. Do
1: you know that someone once died falling out of a window, well, like doing a moonie out of a window?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not true, is
1: it? It is. It is.
0: Out of a I have a, I have a building window or a car window.
1: A building window, car window. Bloody hell! This guy in car windows rat racing the podcast. <laughs> oh. oh, You're
2: gonna have to give me a minute. <laughs> 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 oh! Oh, <laughs> oh faster than <laughs> the light
1: came, up with his ass out. Oh. I've never seen you laugh so hard. <laughs> oh, it's
0: really, it's just the idea of this tragic death. Oh, <laughs> and it all started with. <laughs> Oh, oh, it hurts. Oh, <laughs>
1: Yes, I find Mooney's funny. <laughs> it appears Harry has travelled through time.
0: Yeah, he's gone backwards, Annie the dirty lad?
1: I don't think anything's going to be funny now after that.
0: No, no, that's the we'll... end. We'll see you next week. <laughs>
1: I think we've exhausted ourselves.
0: Yeah, yeah, we have.
1: (laughs) The pensive is a lot of fun, though. You can store a memory in it and then relive it whenever you want, can't you?
0: I'd love one of them because my memory's terrible. Like, like my childhood memories, I kind of know that things happened, but Mm. I don't remember being there. It's really bad. My memory's really bad. Mm. I'd love to have a pensive.
1: You don't dwell on the past.
0: No, I live in the present and the
1: future. He's always looking forward. You could like relive like things. You could like imagine you could go on roller coasters for free whenever you want. Uh, <laughs> that'd be good,
0: wouldn't it? And watch films as many times as you like.
1: You can relive compliments. You're pretty, thank you. Again. You're pretty, thank you. Again, you're pretty. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that'd be good if you're having a bit of, like, a fat day or an ugly day. You could just, like, get your compliment playlist on, couldn't you? You know, big yourself up for ten minutes.
1: You could watch yourself in the bath.
0: Watch yourself in the bath? Hmm. Mm. That'd be nice.
1: <laughs> also, so Carcroft's on trial, yeah?
0: hmm
1: what What is Karkaroff doing getting involved with a UK-based terrorist organisation? I know. not even from here. <laughs> what are you doing getting involved in this?
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Is Voldemort's, is that like a worldwide thing or is he just like decimating the UK?
1: You, the UK, he's starting with the UK, isn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It might yeah. go worldwide, but at the minute he's UK.
0: Yeah, what's Carkrov doing there? Uh, look, they wanted a bit more diversity in the in the group. Uh, not mudbloods, Russians,
1: Party <laughs> crowds. <gasps> <gasps> yeah, but like, be like, you don't know, me. Going to a different country and joining a far right extremist group there, you'd be like, Why? Yeah, yeah. Do it do it in your own country. Yeah, there
0: must <laughs> be plenty of stuff going on where across from, surely.
1: And then we had Bagman on trial. It's funny though, he didn't even know which side he was on.
0: <laughs> I know. Well, it just I- seems a bit odd. Like, I know we have juries and stuff, but this seems to be like a mockery of The judicial system. Like the whole crowd cheering a football, you know, a Quidditch result. Like, what? You're all supposed to be members of the jury.
1: Oh, I can't be getting hit with bludgers forever. And everyone's like...
0: (laughs) Right, do you all know what he's been accused of? That wasn't even a funny joke. Imagine somebody on on trial for murder, (laughs) like... I can't keep working in the post office all my life. Let him off he's funny. You
1: gotta admit he's funny. Let him off, Your Honor. Let him off. This yeah, so bless him. Um I really love this movie version of Crouch. No, this book version of Crouch. I feel like he's a lot colder than he was in the movies. Yeah, in
0: the movies, he was seen as a bit, like, fuddy duddy funny. But yeah, he's more of a a hard bastard, isn't he?
2: Hmm.
1: But, uh, yeah, that's so funny, a bagman-like. Yeah, he really didn't know that he was in a terrorist organisation. Oh, I'm in it. I'm I'm a death eater, am I? Oh, I thought that skull on my arm with the snake going through its eyes. I thought that was a nice, that's part of the good guys. <laughs> oh, no. That's
0: I've, an evil I've image. Being been crucial. No, no, we don't like that.
1: <laughs> Did you like it? <laughs> no. We didn't like it.
0: <laughs> and he gets away with it, doesn't he? He gets a unanimous vote to uh, set him free. Hmm. Hmm. Or because he's good at Quidditch.
1: That's Well, I mean, that's school all over again, isn't it? Those who yeah. are good at sport, for some reason, get let off anything they do.
0: Well, let me put my hands up and say, if Wayne Rooney ever gets put on trial for being a terrorist, I'm going to base it on the evidence, not the fact that he used to score football goals. Yeah. Mm. Well, that be
1: said. That's good. I'm- you're a very honourable man for saying that.
0: Thank you. <laughs> and then we get the final scene in this playlist. Well, that's the other thing. This Pensieve. I don't know if like Voldemort's set them up to play in order these memories, because Harry don't have any control over what he sees. Dumbledore. Yeah, yeah. No, like Harry in the in the Pensieve, he sees these three memories in order. I don't know if Dumbledore set
1: that I swear you said Voldemort. Maybe you did say Dumbledore. I can't oh, even remember. It?
0: No, I don't know. Well, unless it's like a YouTube thing where it just automatically plays like associated memories.
1: Well, I yeah. thought they were just one after the other. It was just like a quick fire trial.
0: No, they're like years have passed in between each thing. Because Dumbledore oh. looks older and stuff like this.
1: Party crowd. Are <laughs> right you in the book? And also, there's none of this in the book.
0: Oh, no. When's that gonna come? I'm I'm starting to worry that it's not gonna be in there. You know, because we're getting near to the end. What are we gonna do? <laughs> Don't know. Third tasks next week. We've not seen, <sighs> yeah, have we?
1: <laughs> Before we start the third task. <laughs>
0: Hey, it's what we wanted.
1: (laughs) Long one as well next week.
0: Oh, is it? Is it a big longie? (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Hey, but we're getting a lot of juicy info, aren't we? We get get confirmation that Snape was actually a Death Eater. I don't know if that's been officially confirmed yet.
1: This is going to put fuel on the fire to Harry's um, assumptions that Snape continues to be evil more than ever.
0: Yeah, <clears> hundred percent. <throat> yeah. It's been confirmed he was a Death Eater. And Dumbledore has changed. Well thinks he's changed his ways. Hmm. So finally oh and I think I think we've seen Bellatrix in this chapter as well. I don't know what you think.
1: Definitely, definitely.
0: It's gotta be her, hasn't it? Yeah. There's a woman, one of the four Death Eaters, who's loud and proud and shouting and screaming. And, yeah, I think we think it's Bellatrix.
1: Has to be. And then, unfortunately, who's on trial?
0: crouch Junior. Mm. Yeah.
1: Oh. A straw-haired this... boy.
0: Yeah. And his wife, Barty Crouch's wife, is there crying and fainting. Mm. Oh. Well, she shouldn't be there, should she? Not sat in the
1: judge. Ju- yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Being appropriate. Junior is so much more pitiful in this book. Yeah, yeah, he is. Kicking and screaming, <laughs> pleading, trying to fight off the Death Eaters. Um, as we all know, in the film... He's a lizard.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't think I don't think I need to do the impression.
0: Good. <laughs> hey. Well, yeah, because in this chapter as well, there's still doubt as to whether he was a Death Eater or not. They still like cast mm. doubt over all of that. So it's very, uh, yeah, very different to just the mental David Tennant portrayal. Hey, and then Dumbledore decides to bring him back, and it says in the book that Harry does a slow motion somersault. Come on, Daniel, it's in the books. <laughs> Come on, slow motion somersault, please. Come on.
1: Uh, my, my... Director, director, I feel as though if I try a slow motion somersault, I won't have enough momentum for it to complete, and I will just tumble to the floor, hurting myself.
0: No, no, you've got to try, yeah? We want it to be faithful
1: to, to we, the books. Can you not just slow it down in post?
0: <laughs> no, no, the whole thing, the wind will be different, you know? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and Dumbledore explains the pensive and as Harry's talking to him, this is mental so he's looking at Harry and as he's talking to him he pulls the current memory out of his head of talking to Harry and puts it in the pensive All right. the police need to check that pensive <laughs> <laughs> there are videos of school children in there
1: He's got Come bloody all
0: sorts in there.
1: I'm warning you. What? <laughs> Insinuations.
0: I'm not insinuating any. Well, you know, it's just a bit weird. Someone talking to you and going, oh, I want to keep this memory. <laughs> Showing <laughs> it in the pot. <laughs> Do you mind?
1: Imagine that. Imagine that. Someone, you shit yourself and someone's like, oh. you'd hate it wouldn't you something embarrassing falling over everyone imagine <laughs> yeah.
0: malfoy beating the all his friends happy slapping
1: lucas you're getting you're getting changed backstage and uh, the uh, theatre director walks in whoop <laughs> hey hey
0: <laughs> excuse me <laughs>
1: <laughs> the man covering his nipples when he's caught naked is so funny. Oi! <laughs> Cock and bollocks on show.
0: <laughs> the nipples are covered. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Cock
1: and bollocks down. Hey, don't look at these. <laughs> oh. Hey, my eyes are here. <laughs> Oi, eyes are here. Don't look at the nipples. Cock's down there. Anywhere but the nipples. <laughs> And Dumbledore and Harry have a heart to
0: heart. Uh, Harry, this, I found this interesting. There was a few things about Harry noticing how old Dumbledore looked and that he didn't notice before how old and vulnerable he looked. What did you think about that?
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What, well, sometimes you take for granted how you just think an old person will be old forever, don't you? And then you're like, oh, actually, it's an old fogey.
0: I know, yeah, you think of them as old, but then you think, oh, hang on. They look like they might die soon, you know, like it suddenly becomes like a realisation. And I suppose, yeah, Harry thinks of Dumbledore as this kind of evergreen magic man who's always going to be there, but he's an old man. Apparently, I looked this up, uh, he was 115 at his time of death. A baby, a little baby, but wizards. I did a bit of research this week. It said the wizard life expectancy is one hundred and thirty-seven. So young for a wizard. It's
1: mad that right? why are they why are they so much more like living a lot young, you're older than us.
0: I know. Yeah, because what is doing that? Is it magic that makes you live longer? What What's the deal?
1: Yeah, um, makes you think though. Like, so, what's he called? Um, Mad Eye Moody was sat next to Dumbledore the whole thing, and Barty Crouch Junior can do an excellent impression of Moody, having met him never.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, if I was in the Wizarding world, I was always, I would always be second guessing everyone for using the Apologies Potion. Is this me mother or is this <laughs> my uncle? Is this me brother or is this the dog? Is this me wife or is this <laughs> I don't know.
0: That sounds like a perfect Harry Potter fan poem just called Polyjuice Potion and then just that list <laughs> yeah. that you just done is this me brother? Is this my wife? Is this my dog?
1: But yeah, it makes perfect sense that he suspects Snape, doesn't he? Because he's like, oh, Dumbledore... Because you're so cryptic, Dumbledore, Harry's going to go on believing that Snape... Yeah. Yeah, I don't
0: know. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, like, just tell me, Dumbie, or otherwise Mm. I'm going to think that he's bloody evil the whole time. Mm. Dumbledore reveals that uh, he's actually been in contact with Sirius Black as well. Uh, Professor Mm. Dumbledore, does does he make you call him Snuffles? What?
1: (laughs) Nothing. No. How <laughs> do you mean? Oh.
0: Oh. Forget I said anything. Forget I said anything.
1: Someone getting caught out, then going, Oh.
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> and he explains about this dream. He tells Dumbledore the dream. And then Dumbledore's like, oh, Well, I think that scar is a connection between you and Dumbledore, uh, uh, between you and Voldemort. I think when Voldemort's curse failed on you, there uh, became a connection. I think, mm. were, you know, that doesn't mean anything. You know, why is that? Does that work with every failed curse that's ever happened? Does Ron yeah. now have a connection with slugs? You know, why that just, one particular curse? Just a curse? quick one,
1: Dumbledore. Just a quick one, Dumbledore, while I've got you here. I know you're very elusive and you, yeah, I know your time's very important, <laughs> but while I've got you here, I'm not a Horcrux, am I? No, how do you mean? <laughs>
0: uh, anyway, better be going. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely feels like things are ramping up. Dumbledore thinks all these disappearances are connected. He thinks Voldemort's getting stronger. It's all bloody happening. But uh, we, we get a nice revelation or realisation from Harry that... Uh, 'Cause he finds out about Neville's parents get tortured and now they're in Saint Mungo's and it's like, Oh, how haven't I you know thought to ask him over all these years? It's cause you treat him mm. like shit.
1: Yeah, it is sad, isn't it?
0: It's really sad. I do feel sorry for
1: Neville. Mm. Um Poor little git.
0: Poor little git.
1: <laughs> right. How many uh, screaming Russian international terrorists are you giving this chapter out of five?
0: This was a big improvement on last week's nothing chapter. We get the Pensieve. I feel like we've not been introduced to any like new magical thing recently. You know, last year we had the Marauders, Matt the Firebolt's. You know, other years we've had the Sorting Hat folks, the Mirror of Eris said the Invisibility Club. <laughs> I've not had, you know, someone like this this year. So it's nice that we've got the pensive. It's exciting. Mm. I like that we get a lot of drama. We learn who Death Eaters are. We learn about Neville's past, Karkarov, Ludo, Bagman, Snape's a Death Eater, Barty Crouch Jr. Very exciting. We get a tete-a-tete with Dumbledore. I really like this chapter, and I'm going to give it five Russian international screaming secret terrorists out of five.
1: Right. For me, this chapter... uh, That's a really good rating, by the way. Thank you. For me, this is more a delve into the adult wizarding world, right? Mm. Harry's, like, seeing how serious everything is. Oh, right, you know, it wasn't just, like, you know... Voldemort's a and then they caught him. The seeing them how the uh, ministry dismantled Voldemort's network of evil, right? And all the weight that went with that. Karkarov not bearing to be in Azkaban anymore, so he'll give away anyone. Uh, Barty Crouch Jr., the horror of being sent there. And the coldness of uh, Barty Crouch Sr. Uh, being able to send his son there, like. Who agrees with me? Send him down. Wee! Um, <laughs> I loved it. This, this chapter was very, uh, very adult. I'm going to give it a matching five screaming international terrorists out of five.
0: Oh, from 0.5 to 10 out of 10. What a chapter.
1: Right. Are, are you ready for quiz? Yes. Quiz Quiziki Quiz Quiziki Quiz Quiz Quiz, quiz Gonna ask you some
0: A <laughs> Questions how well will <laughs> you do?
1: Quiz Quiziki Quiz Quiziki Quiz Quiz Crew Gonna ask you about Harry Potter Lucas How well will you do? I'll
0: blow you a
1: kiss! Question one, how was um, the uh, the court lit? Dimly. Very good. Question two, how far was Harry's face from the glassy substance?
0: Uh, well, at one point he touched it, but I'm going to say inches.
1: Correct. What did Bagman do as he bowed?
0: Oh, er... Uh... Winked.
1: No, he beamed. Yeah. Uh, question four. Who fainted next to Barty Crouch Senior?
0: His wife, Mrs. Crouch.
1: Incorrect. It was the Wispy Witch. Question uh, five. It wasn't! There. It was <laughs> It didn't say a name once. It just said the Wispy Witch. Yeah, all right. What colour was the substance filling the pensive? Silvery... Silvery Grey. Try again.
0: Silvery white.
1: Oh <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> you have lost the quiz. Can about how how well we do, have
0: Now it is time for the nation's second favourite segment. It's Hedwig's Droppings! We're not alluding to owl shits. We're not alluding to ploppings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's droppings. What's in a beat this week? Well, this week we've just got a couple of lovely five-star reviews to read out. So the first one is from Daisy Wazy Woo Woo. So Daisy Wazy Woo Woo says, The Potter Vision Boys are magic. The podcast is so funny and enjoyable, I tell one and all about how good it is and how great the boys are. In short, I am a fan. I went to see PotterVision in London, was placed in the front row, and was so enthused that I finished Lucas's line for him. I even received a light telling off from Tom. What a thrill that was. (laughs) Hope the boys know it was all in love. Can't wait to see them again, with no interruptions from me and see what else these talented guys get up to. So, Thank you very much, Daisy Wazy Woo Woo. That's
1: nice. Thank you, Daisy Wazy Woo Woo. <laughs>
0: and finally, we've had another five-star review from Mess Taken. They say, hysterically funny and very enjoyable. "'Discovered this pod a couple of weeks ago "'and haven't stopped listening since.'" Every opportunity, I'm listening, trying to catch up. Highly recommended. You'll laugh out loud. Five stars to Pottervision.
1: Oh, heaven! That must we must be we must be close to a hundred reviews.
0: Well, can I just say, on Spotify, we have ninety nine five star reviews, and on iTunes, we have ninety eight five star reviews. So, yeah,
1: and I think we must have. We must have some on some other international versions of iTunes.
0: Oh, yeah. So, you know, altogether, we've probably got about 3,000 or something.
1: About a million, I reckon.
0: About a million, I reckon. That was Hedwig's Droppings this has been the potter podcast thank you so so much for listening as always we've got shows coming up we're going to be at the edinburgh fringe from the 4th till the 24th of august and uh, we also have mm. a preview in manchester on the 28th of july all the tickets are available at pottervision.com uh and we're also oh exciting we're currently booking in dates for our tour next year so if you want us to come near you maybe get in touch and see if we can uh Come to somewhere near you. We've already got a load of exciting dates booked in. If you want to support us even more, we're on patreon.com slash PotterVision. There's loads of bonus stuff up there. It's bloody great. And finally, yeah, you, you got you got.
1: <laughs> I going to say, you got to consider that Patreon. Like you know, when Wikipedia says, "Hey, you've been using us. Will you give us a bit?" Think of it like that.
0: Uh, and there's loads of bonus stuff, there's over 30 bonus episodes, there's the live show, you can get key rings stickers, signed posters, personalised thank you messages, a video of me and Tom going to the Forbidden Forest experience for goodness sake loads of good stuff patreon.com slash pottervision next week we are on Two Fat Ladies episode 88 and it's chapter 31 of book four, The Third Task. You have been Tom Laurie.
1: And you have been Lucas Eugene Kirkby.
0: Goodbye. Pot-a-vision.
1: Thank you for listening to the Pottervision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Pottervision.